Hello and welcome back to Skilling It. It's so nice to have you. On this podcast, we discuss social emotional skills and practical self care ideas supported by scripture and using current research. Together, we can become the unique and amazing people God intended us to be. I'm Dr. Chris Wilson, your host. Here we are, Season 3, Episode 9. The title is, What is Hurry Sickness? Goodness sakes, it's been a minute since I've recorded a podcast, but here I am in my inspiration uh, with someone who visited me today, and I will share that with you in a minute. The quote for today is by Corey Ten Boom, if the devil can't make you sin, he'll make you busy. Okay, so the Bible verse for today is Psalms 4610, be still and know that I am God. So right now I'm going to stop and let's listen to my special guest today. Hi, Chloe. Hello. Hey, Chloe. I'm looking at my wall up there and it says, be still and know that I am God. That's Psalms 4610. What does that mean to you? Um, it's, to me, it like means, um, that like you stand and you know that God's always there in your heart. No matter if you don't believe him or not, you know, he's still there. Wow, Chloe, that's amazing. Why do you think it says be still though? Um. Because if you, like, maybe if you move around, he can't, like, see you, maybe? Yeah, maybe true. Or maybe if we're so busy, we don't recognize he's there. What do you think of that? I think that's true. Okay. Thank you, Chloe, for being on my podcast. No problem. From the mouths of babes, that is my granddaughter, and I think she said it well. Um, When I looked at some of the references to the verse, um, it addressed Isaiah 2.11, and the haughty man or woman, and Proverbs 16.5, that says, everyone who's proud of heart is an abomination to the Lord. They join forces. They will not go unpunished. So it's super interesting because I've never equated Psalm 4610 with haughtiness. Um, But I guess if we look deeply or deeper at it, we can see that, um, you know, this rushing around, this doing all of the things is you know, to increase our status or look important. So I see the connection. So I'm going to tell, uh, tell you a little story about myself recently. Um, I was a little bit um, busy. I was teaching two college courses, writing for an online publication, coaching clients, and then taking 
three coaching courses. Um, So when I say it hit me, I mean, it really hit me in the body. I did not feel well, but I soldiered on getting sicker and ignoring those two things do not go well together. I'm not sure what made me stop and reflect. I think God has his way of getting our attention sometimes. I wasn't real happy or healthy in all of the striving I was doing. So what did I really need to be doing right now? That was my question. Well, I love teaching. I love teaching um, undergrad sociology. I love writing. I love the research part of it and the impact that my articles have had, but it had been becoming increasingly stressful. I love coaching. Ah, I'm starting to see a pattern. I love everything. As the classes I was taking started Uh, finishing up and time opened up, it proved time for provided, you you know, just that time for reflection. My thoughts were, is God's plan for my life to be stressed out and sick? How is my lack of boundaries affecting my life? So listen, I think it's great to have passion. It's better to have boundaries. So I'll come back to this story um, a little bit later in the podcast. But I want to talk to you about a book that I have listened to at least three times. And now I'm reading it, uh, it and pulling out certain portions of it. It is called, are you ready? The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer. And he talks about our hypermodern burnout society. Does that sound like us? You can decide. He asks questions such as, do you feel weary? What about burdened? Anybody feel a deep tiredness, not just in their mind or body, but in their soul? We're not alone. He reminds us that Jesus invites us to take up the easy yoke. One of my favorite sayings is, there's no proving in Christ. We don't have to prove ourselves when we're in Christ. What if we could achieve a different way of being, an easier way of being? Would you sign on for that? Well, I suppose it depends on what you'd have to give up and what you'd get in replace, right? So let's look at that. I would also insert here that when we're looking at making changes in our life, we know that change isn't easy. So if you're living a too full and hurried lifestyle, I encourage you to take one baby step at a time because small progress is still progress. Michael Zigarelli from Charleston Southern University School of Business conducted a survey of over 20,000 Christians that identified busyness as a major distraction from spiritual life. 
He says, one, Christians are assimilating to a culture of busyness, hurry, and overload, which leads to two, God becoming marginalized in their life, which leads to three, deteriorating relationship with God, which leads to four, Christians becoming ever more vulnerable to adopting secular assumptions about how to live, which leads to five, more conformity to a culture of busyness. And then the cycle begins again. Honestly, though, if we think about it, the highest value in God's economy is love. But love is painfully time-consuming. And hurry and love are incompatible. Many of my, and I might say our, worst moments in life were when we were in a hurry. A walk with God is slow. Otherwise, it'd be called a run with God. Love, joy, and peace are central to our walk with God, and all of them are incompatible with hurry. C.S. Lewis said, To walk with Jesus is to walk with a slow, unhurried pace. Hurry is the death of prayer and only impedes and spoils our work. It never advances it. So Ronald, Ronald Rollheiser calls hurry and our, in, our new, in our society pathological busyness. That, that's something to think about. And you guys, this isn't just for working folks. I know some retired people who are busier than working people with constant engagements and cleaning and, and constant, well, you fill in the blanks. I don't know, just everything constant. There are so many distractions now. We are distracted from distractions by distraction. Yeah. Our attention span is dropping every year. It's now said that we have the attention span of about eight seconds. In comparison, goldfish have an attention span of nine seconds. <laughs> so a lot of that is right out of the ruthless elimination of hurry. I really want to encourage you to get that book and either read it or listen to it on Audible, which is what I enjoy because John Mark Comer is pretty personable. He gets pretty enthusiastic. Um, okay, so we're going to get back to my story in a minute. So I was getting sicker and sicker and blissfully, not true, ignoring all of the things. You know, illness has a way of making the busiest of us contemplative. What am I doing and why am I doing it? These are questions I started to ask myself. Again, passion is good. Boundaries are better. So it was during this time that I decided to slow down. I decided to create a sane pace for my life my body, and my soul. In Africa, porters working with travelers at the height of British colonialism refused to work the day after a full day of travel, claiming they were waiting for their souls to catch up 
with their bodies. I think there's something to that. Your soul catching up with your body. So let's look at hurry sickness. Hurry sickness is defined as a behavior pattern characterized by continual rushing and anxiousness. Boy, do I want to emphasize anxiousness. Another way to look at it at hurry sickness as a malaise in which a person feels chronically short of time and so tends to perform every task faster to and to get flustered when encountering any kind of delay. Yikes. That sounds like me most of my life. So here are some signs of hurry sickness. <clears throat> Ready? Moving from one checkout line to another because the line looks shorter. Raise your hand. My hand is raised. If that's you. Counting cars in front of you uh, as you approach a stoplight so you can get into a faster lane with fewer cars. Multitasking to the point of forgetting the tasks. Some other signs common in our society include irritability, hypersensitivity, restlessness, workaholism or nonstop activity, emotional numbness. That is a big deal. I'm going to come back to that in season four. Emotional numbness, priorities out of order, lack of care of our bodies, escapism. You guys know the drill here. How do we escape? Let me count the ways, good ways, bad ways. I mean, drugs, alcohol, porn, um, exercise, shopping. I Shall we go on? Um, so that was escapism. No time for spiritual disciplines and isolation. John Mark Comer from, Comer, I think it is, from the ruthless elimination of hurry calls hurry a form of violence on the soul, but it's normal in West, the Western world. In fact, in fact, it's a mark of status. So Wayne Mueller, author of Sabbath says a successful life has become a violent enterprise we make war on our own bodies, pushing them beyond their own limits. Sound like anyone you know? Me. I, you know what? Wait a minute. Does he know me? I don't know him. Going back to our verse for today, be still and know that I am God. I did. Um, I was, when I was speaking with Chloe, we were looking at the verse, which I put in my office wall so I can look at it often, basically. So I cannot forget. Does anybody else out there need constant reminders so that they can focus and be intentional? Amen. So what do I want? 
do if I want to regain my health, reconnect with my soul, and be more like Jesus? Going back to one of my favorite thoughts again, remember there is no proving in Christ. He doesn't expect me or you to do all of the things, even all of the church things, folks. He would rather see me reclined at a table, breaking bread with my friends and family. I mean, at least that's what he did. And he said, follow me. Well, anyways, when it comes to slowing down, what are we afraid of? What are we afraid of? So making the connection here, I was on a scary path physically, emotionally, and spiritually. I have to let go of some of the things I was doing. I have already let go and I'm already feeling better. I'm still coaching and I'm loving that. In fact, it was through coaching that I was able to make some healthy decisions that work better for me. And yes, coaches have coaches. So hurry equals, we just talked about this. This is a reminder. Hurry equals irritability, hypersensitivity, restlessness, workaholism, or constant activity. That emotional numbness, priorities out of order, lack of care of yourself, escapism, letting go of our spiritual disciplines and isolation. And that does not equate with living the life Jesus exhorted us to live. It isn't compatible with love, joy, and peace. So what do we do? Well, John Mark Comer, again, I really recommend you get his book. A lot of um, my podcast today was from his book because he is just, I just love this book. But let's talk about just some really simple ideas for getting started. So <laughs> you guys are going to love me. First, start by carving out time for silence and solitude. That's right. No FaceTime, Zoom, internet, phone, TV, podcasts, etc. Yes, Yes, you can turn me off right now and get that silence and solitude because guess what? It's more important than my words. You can do it. Even if it's only 10 minutes. Heck, five minutes is a good start. Just be with God. Listen to him. Remember, be still and know that I am God. Another idea, try prayer or meditation. I've taught meditation and people really struggle with this. I actually, I want to be clear. I haven't formally taught meditation. I've been meditating for several years. I make my own meditation so that I can focus and on things maybe that I need to work on. Um, and I bring Jesus into it. And I say my name to myself all the time. I think it's hysterical, actually. Um, but you know what? If you really, so I, you know, I 
I've seen people, they really struggle with just the sitting still um, and, and being bored, right? So don't feel bad if this is you. I'm going to tell you what I've told them. I recommend starting with one minute of meditation. You can do that one minute. That's right. Then build up to two minutes. You know where this is going, right? You can do it. Um, I want to talk about mindfulness for just a moment. So mindfulness is being aware in the present moment without judgment. Mindfulness isn't bad. It's just silence and solitude for a secular society. Uh, and I use mindfulness often um, just when I'm savoring something happening in the moment, really just being present, right? Being with my husband, coffee with a good friend, walking and looking at the beautiful mountains. You get the idea and just being, you know, so I intentionally am right there in the present moment. I think Eckhart Tolle has a book, The Power of Now. So that's what we're doing with mindfulness. But, but if I'm perfectly honest, for me, this usually ends up in a prayer of gratitude. So here we are right back with prayer and meditation. Prayer just works better for me. Um, but now at least you know the difference between meditation and mindfulness. Some people get that confused. So I want to leave you with this. We don't have to live the way society thinks we should. We're not more important if we're busy. We're just busier. Busyness and hurry are not a badge of status. If this sounds like you, I encourage you to slow down, listen to this, in just one aspect of your life and see how it feels. Um, next time you're invited to do something or take on something new, ask God if this is right for you and then just be silent right? So that silence and solitude, meditation and prayer, and then mindfulness, which I told you for me usually just ends up in prayer. So, um, but you guys, this is something to think about if it applies to you. I really think that this is an epidemic in our society right now. Uh, so reading this book, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, has really given me some freedom and peace um, in addition to some of the other fruits of the spirit. So um, I am just encouraging you and I just want to pray us all out right now. So Jesus, thank you for this time. Lord, you see us, you know whether or not we need to slow down and spend time with you. Um, and what is right for us. You create the path that we walk on and we thank you in Jesus's name. Amen. Thank you for listening. If this podcast resonated with you, share it with someone you love. I welcome your feedback. You can rate this podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you're interested in life coaching, contact me at iHeartResolution at gmail.com. A link is in the show notes. It doesn't matter where you live. Coaching services are available for you. Reach that goal. 
Overcome that obstacle. Get unstuck. Become the unique and amazing person God intended you to be. You've got this. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Philippians 4.13 I'm so thankful you took the time to listen today. Now I'm done and you're skilling it. What do you think, Jax? Uh-huh. Uh-huh.